Hey, I'm back. Welcome back to In the Back of Our Minds, a podcast dedicated to taking stuff from the back of my mind and putting it into the front of yours. That's right, we're going off script today. I've had a lot of ideas for episodes in the past few months, but sometimes when you get too many ideas, you also get overwhelmed. And right now, I just don't feel like talking about necessarily important things, at least not purposefully. Uh, so instead, I had this idea. So I guess there there is an idea behind this episode, I won't lie. I got this idea while I was on the bus, and that's a place where I literally get so many ideas. Anyways, I miss the bus. Um, I got this idea to see what it would be like if I just timed myself for 20 minutes, sat down, had a random word generator, and just took that random word and saw how many segues I could make from that. Because I feel like my thoughts tend to be all over the place and usually I get distracted and so I start talking about other things. But I just wanted to test myself today, see how many segues I can make in 20 minutes. And anytime I like, I can't you know, make a segue, I'll just start the random word generator up again, but hopefully I won't have to do that. And I'm just going to count on my planner here. <laughs> I'm going to tally up each time I think I make a segue, so just to like a different topic. Uh, I guess it's kind of biased because I'll be the one who's deciding, you know, if it counts as a segue, but I'll try to be fair. I'll try to be fair about it. So this is a very random episode, but I think it'll be interesting just to see how my mind works because I'm just curious and I've never done this before, at least out loud. <laughs> so maybe I'll say something interesting. Maybe I'll say something ooh, like controversial. I don't know what's going to come out of my head today, but it's exciting. So, all right, I have the random word generator pulled up. I did already pull up a word. I haven't really thought about it though, because I just clicked record. But the word we're going to start off with, and I guess hopefully the only word I have to pull up, is permission. So I'm going to start the timer in three. <laughs> my God, this is so interesting. Okay. Three, two, one. Permission. Oh gosh. Permission. I think growing up, when I think of the word permission, I think of like rules, like household rules. And for me growing up, I didn't have that many like rules. Like my parents... They had goals for me, as in like, we want you to get good grades. But to be honest, other than that, it it wasn't like, oh, you know, you have to, you can't be on the computer after this time. You have to like go to bed now. It's more like of a, you should do this, like go to bed, go to bed. But like, there was never like a household rule, like 10 p.m. is your curfew. I've never had like a curfew, but that's because I also like didn't do anything. So there wasn't really anything that needed to be enforced. But it was interesting because I feel like I know a lot of people who did have household rules. And now because of that, I feel like we're the opposite. Where for me, for example, because I didn't have much of that household structure in terms of rules, now I just plan so much. Or maybe that's just like naturally, you know, like who I am or something. And it doesn't have to do with my childhood maybe i don't know but i just plan everything like i literally spent all of last night 
planning my freshman or not my freshman oh my god I'm a sophomore now can we talk about that okay we're gonna segue I'm a sophomore now which I don't even know what that means I was talking about that with a few friends and I don't think any of us know what that means because you're not an upperclassman so I don't feel like too stressed out about trying to like think of after college but at the same time I'm not a freshman anymore which makes me feel jaded but in the way that's like I'm not I'm just the middle child. I'm not old enough yet to be like, oh, I know what's going on. But I'm also not young enough to be like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Help. Because now I do know a little bit better. And that's wild to me. Also, sophomore year, I've heard things like it's really hard. I've also heard, I just feel like I've heard a lot of opposite and contradictory things. And one thing I'm trying to stop doing, (laughs) segue and overall, is overthinking. I think I talked about this before. and a past podcast episode about overthinking and how I do that a lot. I literally overthought about overthinking, which is wild to me. Like, how does one even go about that? I did it though. And I think it's actually toxic now. Like I used to think it could be good because, you know, it promotes my curiosity sometimes. And there are some things that are good about it, but overall right now it's a net negative for me. Just because I, I think, oh my God, I was listening to, okay, segue. I, I was listening to a video earlier today on YouTube because I watch YouTube way too much, especially over the summer. But even during the school year, I watch and consume so much media. I kind of need to take a step back from that, but that's okay. That's another thing, whatever. I was watching a video and the person was like, you shouldn't give a name or you shouldn't, um, think about every single negative emotion you have basically don't overthink it when you have a negative emotion sometimes you can either be a think like two different types of people one you overthink it and that causes you to be scared of it you know turning into something bigger and more detrimental or you could be the other type of person where it's like you you just want to name it but like like i don't know it oh my god this is so hard to explain Oh, I just got an email. Oh my gosh, sorry. Okay, no, where was I? Okay, so the video basically was like, don't give a name to every negative emotion you have. And for me, I think sometimes I name them too much and I've been used to naming them in my journal entries. That's just always how it's been. I've always named my negative emotions because I thought I could just let them go by naming them. But now I acknowledge them too much now to the point where it's like, it is a little bit overwhelming And I think I'm taking myself a little bit too seriously when I think those things. So, you know, um, I guess segue. Um, Let's talk about something else. Seriousness. I think I'm a very serious person to some people and a very not so serious person to others. You know, that actually makes sense. I think that's a normal thing for most people. But overall, I think the perception of me from other people I don't know that well or we just don't know each other that well. It's just I'm very serious and I have a resting scowl, which I know about. Segue. Let's talk about my face. <laughs> my face is something else because I know I don't have the most, uh, how do you say, like I don't have a resting smile. I don't even have a resting neutral face. I have a resting like sad, angry confused purposeful like looking face like it's just I don't know I I really don't know where that came from because I don't think either my parents really have that 
especially my mom, like she smiles way too much. <laughs> she smiles all the time with like her patients and stuff. And I think that's, oh my gosh, that's one area where I do relate where let's talk about strangers. Okay. Segue. Strangers. I, I give tours and I do like admission scenes. And when I talk to people on these tours, like people I don't know, or even on panels, like over zoom, I just, I think there's like a, a personality shift when I talk to people that I don't know as well especially recently maybe not in high school but with college I just start to like smile way too much and okay that's not a bad thing I need to stop thinking of it as a bad thing but I I am a lot more I bubbly but I'm a lot more open basically now when it comes to talking with strangers because I know I won't see them like after it for the most part, that's usually what happens. Like, I don't see them for, like, ever, which, wow, that's wild. Um, But other people, you know, I'm going to see them, like, at school or something. Like, those kinds of things. And that's where I'm a little bit more nervous and a little, actually a lot less open when it comes to introducing myself to other people. And I'm trying to get better at that because I would really like to just be more open in general. Especially because I think, segue, I think in the past year of college freshman year I've become more introverted I won't lie I used to be actually I technically used to be extroverted in high school if you knew me in high school you probably wouldn't think that I would be surprised too but I definitely was a lot more extroverted I definitely liked hanging around people more uh and to be honest I was a little bit more self-conscious around other people so I think that had to do with it but I still was more extroverted but right now I'm definitely a lot more introverted i'm still extroverted and i know that's a that's like a shock to most people especially now because i am introverted like a little bit more introverted than i was before i know that's a shock but it, <laughs> like hey like what can i say i think college just changed my perception where i don't feel the need to be as around people as i used to be like i'm very good now at just staying at home or in my dorm or whatever I think in high school if I did that I would feel a lot of FOMO and sometimes I do but I think it decreased over the past year just because I know I'm getting my rest and that whatever way I rest it's not always just like being by myself sometimes it's calling other people sometimes it's like doing more creative things it's just not necessarily outside of my house I think I've grown to appreciate that more so, you know, it's different. I'm drawing my energy from different places. Oh, gosh. Okay, now I'm lost. I'm lost from words. Oh, that reminds me. I'm not as vocal as I was before. Is this a segue? I'm going to count this as a segue. I see this is all very biased. Anyways, um, I think I am less vocal now. I'm especially less vocal in large groups of people. It doesn't matter how close I am with some of the people in that group. It just, the group dynamic changes completely when it's more than like 10 people for me or even less than that sometimes. I think five is like a good number and when it starts hitting 10 and above, I think I lose my personality and I just like sit there very quietly and I just try not to speak. Also, that's because I have a little bit of low self-esteem when it comes to that segue. I think I just tend to expect I, okay, I'm scared. I have a fear of talking too much. Uh, this podcast is literally like a manifestation of me talking too much, but 
that's besides the point. Oh my gosh. I have a fear of talking too much, especially in large groups, because I don't want people to think that I'm self-obsessed, self-obsessed, even though I'm sure I am. <laughs> like, I'm just scared people think I'm narcissistic or whatever. So then I'm just like, okay, like you can't speak. You must listen to other people. And that's ridiculous because yes, you must listen to other people, but that does not mean you shouldn't speak at all. Like what you're basically, I think I need to just stop thinking other people's actions or thoughts should influence my own in that, in that way. You know, it's not like someone else has more of something that means I have less of something it's not a seesaw my life is not a freaking seesaw at least the social life is not a freaking seesaw I just need to do whatever the heck I want oh that reminds me of like my plan so my fall semester plan I have something here that's like I have a lot of quotes oh my god I just searched up a bunch of quotes and wrote them down on here they're kind of some of them are kind of bad but one of them is just I have a social box. <laughs> so I have different goals, specific goals, uh, ways I want to achieve larger goals that I wrote down. And for social, the social category, the basic premise of it is to not stress over this category. Because if I overthink, especially social things, then I'll get overwhelmed and just want to stay in my dorm completely. Like I'll shut off and all of that. That's what I learned this past year. Instead, I'm trying to do whatever makes me happiest. And the reason why I just segued into this is because I wrote down, leave when you want to, leave when you want to leave, ask when you want to ask, do whatever the heck you want. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I don't know where that was going, but that was my segue. Um, okay, now I'm going to, what can I segue into? Mm, okay, so I was talking about my plan for next semester. Oh, let's talk about my quotes. Oh, one of the quotes I have on here is actually a word that I learned. And I created a whole OneNote notebook for this, by the way. I created a whole OneNote for just this one word because I wanted it to be kind of like a personal OneNote where I just like basically manifested everything. Like I just wrote down my goals, dreams, hopes, aspirations, trying to figure out who the heck I am. And I did this all last semester. I started it last semester and... uh. I'm still using it actually for planning stuff, but it's kind of over. But the word, what's the word, Amy? I was trying to find one of those words that's like sonder. You know what that word means? Like realizing every day you're passing people who are living their own huge lives just like you are. They're having all these ridiculous, crazy thoughts and it's just so much intricacy in other people's lives and you don't even realize it. And sonder is when you do. Like that kind of word. I was trying to look for something like that, but... I didn't want to use that exact same word. So the word I found that is probably some made up thing is called silliance. And the definition of it, supposedly, this is, it's a really weird word. I'm sure it's not an actual like Merriam-Webster dictionary word. It's S-I-L-I-E-N-C-E, silliance. It's unnoticed excellence that carries on around you every day from others' hidden talents. And this is like the description that I really like to fleeting solos of subway buskers. Like I just think about some of those videos I've seen online. Okay. This counts as a segue. Okay. I think I've done two segues at least. And this is so, un this is so not biased. Okay. Um, I've seen so many videos online, just like, you know, Jose, is that how you say it? 
his name? I don't know. The artist, Jose, take me to church guy. Like I've seen that subway video of him singing. Just imagine he wasn't popular and you just think like you could pass that person by. Like that's the unnoticed excellence. Like that, that guy's got some mad pipes is all all I'm going to say. But I think about that, and I talked about this before in my last episode, being inspired by other people and what they do is a huge thing for me, like ginormous. Like I see social media as a pro for that, where whenever someone else posts something good, and everyone's always posting something good, it's usually more good than bad for the most part, you know, I just feel inspired by that like kind of excellence, especially when it is unnoticed because it's not the popular opinion. And it's just crazy to think that everyone has something going on for them and everyone's doing something so them it's just amazing that's why I love that word so much because it literally inspires me to also just achieve you know whatever I want to achieve because having it be unnoticed I think allows me to feel less scared of what I put out oh segue that reminds me um I don't know if I should talk about this Mm. Yeah, I should. I mean, this is a podcast. I've started a lot of creative projects, including a YouTube channel this past month, actually. I don't promo it a lot just because I think I'm scared of people finding out. I'm not, okay. Actually, I'm not really scared because I literally have this podcast and like I literally posted it on like my main Instagram once. So I don't feel scared anymore about people in my real life finding out. It's more like I don't want to be held accountable. (laughs) I just, I was thinking about how frequently am I going to upload videos and I wanted to do it weekly, at least for over the summer right now. I've been doing them weekly and I have enough content to keep doing that, especially because I just love editing. Oh my God. Editing is something else. Uh, Okay. Wait, let me continue on the first topic. Um, but I don't think that's sustainable for the school year. I'm definitely not going to be able to upload weekly and I don't want it to become a stressful thing. That's where like, you know, people who are YouTubers and do social media as a career, like that's cool. And I think I would enjoy that for like maybe a year. And I don't think I could do that forever. I think I have a lot of other ideas I want to do artistically, but it's just YouTube or something like I could never, I don't think I could ever have that as a career. I love doing it though. It's so natural to me just because I've grown up with it and editing and like vlogging, all that stuff is just so natural to the point where it doesn't feel like any sort of like side hustle or something like that I'm trying to do it's really great but I want it to stay that way I want it to stay on the side I don't want it to ever be a stressing thing and I think the past few weeks I've been like stressed out and trying to figure out how I can upload as many times as possible during the semester like pre-filming like 12 videos so I can upload every single week of the semester without having to stress over it during the semester like that's that's been my thought process that's too toxic I need to take a step back and try to not turn everything I make creatively into commodity. Like this podcast. Okay, segue. I'm just going to segue into this. I think I turn everything I make into a commodity. Like art. I haven't made art that I haven't posted on like my art Instagram in a while. Well, actually there's there are a few things, but it's just not like every time I make art, and I'm in the middle of it, I'm like, oh my God, I need to post about this either on my spam or my art Instagram, or I just need to tell someone that I'm doing this. <laughs> That's something I really want to stop. Like I was literally coloring yesterday. I was coloring in a Bob Ross coloring book for crying out loud. And 
I felt like I had to tell other people. I was like, I should post about this on my spam. Like, that's so, like, that's, people need to know. I'm coloring. People do not need to know. I think I overshare. Let's talk about that segue. Um, I think that I, I think that I tend to overshare too much, especially on my spam. But I mean, honestly, I, I think it's good. I think that's because I'm used to journaling. So I'm used to writing things down and letting things go by writing things down. And that's kind of what my spam is, just writing things on my story and then letting it go. So it's good in that way because I'm not the only one. But I also don't want to burden other people with my stuff. And also, I think there's just a lot of things that I need to realize that I should keep to myself. Like, it should be, I should have, I should be allowed to have things that I keep to myself and not try to turn into, like, a comedy show like I should not turn my feelings or my projects into comedy shows like it's just I know it's for entertainment like I love posting on my spam because of that but I just needed to I need to not try to make everything so serious and give weight to every single thing that I think it's too much for anyone to listen to but at the same time that's something I like about myself because I always consider everything for the most part, I consider a lot of things. I just do it too much. Oh my gosh, this is completely unrelated. But yesterday, I just like impulsively <laughs> bought a clear cover for my computer. And I spent a long time mulling over that decision. But it's because I saw all these cute stickers I have. I have so many cute, like really nice stickers. And I've never stuck them anywhere. I love stickers. Oh my god. <laughs> Gosh, I just, I want to know who invented stickers. Um, segue. <laughs> I just, I think the idea of stickers, so fun. Why do we only keep them for kids at the doctor's office? I don't understand that because I feel like there are so many freaking adults who even love stickers. Like, why would you not want a sticker? You know, like, they always hand them out at, like, there's, like, freebies at events, like, club events, stickers, like that's something I noticed at like different like events of the year at school like stickers were like the least popular item on the table usually because there's something else so I think we've gotten privileged that's right <laughs> I think college students are so privileged now because they don't even want to take the stickers anymore like it's just because everyone's so used to getting stickers at like club events and things like that and some people still like them especially if they're really cute stickers but like stickers period like I'll take a freaking grocery bag sticker like <laughs> Okay, maybe that's that's kind of extreme. But we've just gotten so much privilege because we're so used to stickers now at events. And I don't think people appreciate them as much anymore. Speaking of things people don't appreciate as much anymore, for some reason, I just thought about Tilly Tuesdays at Hopkins, like where they bring a dog in for pet therapy every single Tuesday at this rec center. Like, I need to go to that more. I need to go to the rec center more, period, actually. I'm just, I just really want to work out more. And free stuff, free equipment, like, actually, it's not free. You're paying it with your tuition, technically, but like, it feels free, at least to me. I just need to do that more. There's so many things I want to do, but look at me. I'm overthinking again. Oh, my timer. <laughs> okay, I guess that's it. Uh, let's see how many things I counted. Um, okay. How many segues did I do? One, two, three. Nineteen. Oh, wow. It's like a segue a minute almost. Uh, but that's also just what I think. Maybe I made less segues than I actually did. Also, I definitely had to pause a couple of times because I am back home. So 
you know, I had to pause to talk to other people, but for the most part, I kept things going in 20 minutes. So I think that's pretty accurate. I honestly have no idea what I just talked about. I literally just rambled for 20 minutes about so many different things. I wish it was a little more random. I feel like I started talking more about the classic like dilemmas of life, but I guess I need to dump them somewhere and this is where. Uh, I think I will have hopefully more podcast episodes coming up soon. I have an idea right now actually for one that I'm kind of excited about, but it requires me to read uh, let's see how many more um like it requires me to read 200 more pages of this book so that will be that won't be for maybe a while <laughs> especially because it's a non-fiction book so it takes me longer to read those especially because i'm digesting and taking notes so i'm excited about that i also really want to start more episodes that feed on the if you watch my <laughs> introduction to this podcast uh whatever on the third mind where it's 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 like the detail-oriented mind where i just talk about very low-key academic topics like i wanted to make an episode when like the whole like web telescope like was going viral like for nasa's like instagram picture i wanted to talk about telescopes i just think they're very cool astronomy as a whole like i just think that's so cool i would definitely love to talk about that but i definitely need to do more research because i'm by no means anywhere even near that field necessarily so definitely want to do more research oh my gosh i should talk about podcasts that i love okay i want to okay let me just spend like a minute talking about this this is like completely out of realm but podcasts that i love to listen to because you know i think the fact is that i got inspired to make this podcast because i listened to other podcasts so i'm going to tell you what my podcasts that i listen to are um let me find them okay so the podcasts that i listen to i okay i definitely don't listen to these like every week or every day like whatever definitely not every week actually even but these are the ones i listen to or follow so number one daniel and jorge explain the universe i think that's why our i heart podcasts oh my why did i say that like that it's basically, what is it about? It's a particle physicist and a science, like, comic illustrator, cartoonist person. <laughs> These two guys come together and they talk and discuss and explain the universe. They explain topics in physics mainly, um, but they also, like, what drove me to them, not only because I, I don't know why I have this weird fascination with, like, particle physics but also just like physics in general now for some reason over the past i think it's just because of last semester i really just wanted to get into physics more because of gen physics actually <laughs> you know what i'm gonna take it it's a win either way i'm getting interested about other things outside of my uh major which is cool but one of their first episodes they talk about like the higgs boson they also talk about are we living in a simulation <laughs> that's like their second episode so if you know me, I just think that's so funny that there are scientists out there, like people who are like kind of realists, but like actually scientists are like not really realists. They're kind of like the opposite, actually. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it's just interesting to see that there's actual professionals out there who are discussing these kinds of questions still. And that gives me hope for my future because I feel like I say so much stuff like that. And even though I want to go into STEM as a major field, like scientists, that would be cool. I just think it's awesome to see that 
you know, there's still like a touch of creativity. Like you still think about hypotheticals, even if they're like technically and, you know, known to be from a more um, non-scientific perspective. Another one, Anything Goes, I'm a Chamberlain. That one's pretty basic. Uh, I think a lot of people listen to that. I used to not listen to it a lot, but recently I have just because she says so much relatable stuff. I think it's a little bit scary sometimes. She says a lot of relatable things. And it's also cool to see the perspective of like an influencer, someone who like has success in a way that I don't think I will ever understand or not understand, but ever like experience. Um, I just think it's cool to hear about it. Growing with the flow. Um with like Nanya Florence, I don't actually know. Okay, I actually don't know who this is, but I listened to a few episodes and I think it got me into podcasting. It like helped get me into it. And that's kind of similar to Emma Chamberlain. It's like a lifestyle thing. Not overthinking. That's the podcast name. <laughs> um, It's just about, it's kind of like a, oh my gosh, how do I even say it? It's like a lifestyle podcast, human condition podcast. They talk about more like, yeah, lifestyle design, mental models. I don't know. But it's still like, it's kind of similar to Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe, where it's just two people talking <laughs> uh, in the back of our minds. My podcast that I follow, Son Exploder. Oh my God, I love Son Exploder. That was like the first podcast I ever really listened to. That is like a combination of like two of my favorite things music and i guess podcasts now but it's like they explain you know the artists come on and explain they ask the artists questions about how they came up with the song there's like episodes on netflix for it even and i love i love it i love watching it especially the wait for it one by like lin-manuel miranda and hamilton they did a netflix episode on that too along with the podcast episode the animations spot on it's so good it's so inspiring the history of rome um that's like a a good classics podcast if you like the classics uh woke woc docs that's like women of color who are doctors and they talk about like a lot of activism um topics but i don't think they've posted in a while so i haven't listened to them in a while but they were going on during the pandemic i remember that and then, oh my god, I'm, this is like such a tangent now. Oh my gosh. The Tripod. I love the Try Guys. I loved watching them, especially in high school. I haven't watched one of their videos, to be honest, in probably a few months. More than that. But I did used to listen to a little bit of their podcast episode stuff. And I think they're just like funny. I think they're pretty funny. Um, Yeah, so those are the podcasts I listen to. Or at least I follow. I think there's more that I actually listen to. But can't think of them now so i mean those are my podcast recommendations there is definitely cooler ones but gosh oh my god i love this and oh god i love crime stuff like crime junkie stuff i know it's basic but it's it's good stuff i could listen to that like so easily like i couldn't i couldn't even pause it if i tried okay that's it for this episode um yeah i'll see you next time (laughs) Bye.